We are back, episode 276. The episode is titled, Why Are They So Scared? And I'm your host, Alpha Mike, on Radar Cop Podcast. We have a loaded show. It's not going to be very long, but we have to talk about some particulars in the Miami-Dade Sheriff's Office. What in the world is that, you're asking? Well, we will explain shortly. Before I get to that, I want to talk about my co-host on firearms, Kilo Sierra, recently had an injury, detached retina, and uh, we keep him in prayer. He's recovering at home, and hopefully we'll have Kilo back on the airways with us talking about guns along with Alpha Alpha in the near future. Our platform continues to be the same. It has not changed. We'll talk about wise guys. We will speak on the subject of day-to-day operations and law enforcement. And, of course, we're going to talk about the nutty left and firearms. So that's our platform. It has not changed, and we will continue to move in that direction. If you're looking to fix your gun and you don't know where to go and you're looking for an armor and uh, because I don't want to touch anything on this gun, it might break, fall apart. I know who you can go see and his name is Pistol Pete the Gunsmith down in Miami. Whatever you want to do, trigger, sights, better grip, barrel, you name it, optics, he can do it. It's that simple. And in order to send your weapon to him, but I'm not in the Miami area, Alpha. How in the world would I do that? Well, if you're outside the state of Florida, you can just call up Pistol Pete, the gunsmith. His information is down on the bottom of the show notes. And it's easy as one, two, three, as you send it to him as a federal firearms licensed dealer. And uh, you're going to get magic. That's all I'm going to say magic will happen. Down in the Miami area, South Florida area, and you're looking for a good gun class, well, that's AAA Gun Safety with our co-host Alpha Alpha, and uh, we encourage you to do that. And of course, I won't be out of commission for a little bit, but when you get ready, I'm sure our co-host Kilo Sierra will be back downrange with Patch Over Eye giving you the best quality firearms training there is. And of course, if you're in the Tampa Bay region, you can reach out to us on Raider Cop Podcast or RaiderCopNation.com on the, on the contact section. Send me an email and I'll get you started on something. If I'm not even in that area, I'll recommend something also. Soon, Probably in the month of September, we're going to have the health and wellness episode on here with my new co-host coming up, real mysterious co-host, and the call sign will be M&M, and uh, we, I look forward to it, and I know um, it'll be of interest to many, many people. Why are they so scared? Episode 276, we're going to dive in to some changes that are occurring in law enforcement, not only in the Miami-Dade area, but there's changes in Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, 
all kinds of strange new developments are happening in law enforcement. But is everything on for the good? Or is there a sinister scheme behind the microphones and the pulpits of American government? And we'll, we'll look at that. Of course, one uh, important subject that we always talk about is the buffoon in the Clown of Clowns over at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. This is the part where I put the music for the clowns and so forth. But he's a car wreck. He continues to be one. Gas prices up. Uh, Illegal aliens are skipping through the border. Stock prices are going down. Inflation is going up. And everybody in his administration is completely in denial. So we're not going to do the funny skit on this episode because it's not getting funny anymore. But we'll pick them up by the next episode. I can uh, tell you that. Um, Our shows have not been on the regular basis, and there's an explanation for that, that it's coming soon. But by probably mid-August, we should have back our Wednesday slot on a permanent basis. And uh, a lot of things happening on this side of the microphone, but we are here. We have a lot of things planned. And we encourage you to stay tuned. Now, it's time to get the short bus. Load the clowns, because we're going to look at episode 276. Why are they so scared? give you the outline for today's episode as you take out your crayons and your cardboard boxes to write them down. Outline format is as follows. Number one, Miami-Dade history. Number two, home rule charter. Number three, the left. Number four, 2016, the election. Number five, crying. Number six, putting on the brakes. And number seven, what we all need to do to what we all need to know and do. And we are talking about why are they so scared? Specifically, the individuals that run control and legislate over at Miami-Dade County. Now we can go and we are going to dive into a brief history of the Miami-Dade police or law enforcement history. We're going to start off, of course, as the Dade County Sheriff's Office. And like many sheriff's offices here in Florida, uh, currently 66 of them have a sheriff. But Miami-Dade is a little different. We don't have a sheriff in Miami-Dade. We have an appointed police director. The Miami-Dade 
Police Department is a county police department which is not really under the rules, as we'll say, of a sheriff's office. It's more under the rules of a city police department with a director at the helm, better known as a chief, and completely in control by a mayor. And in this case, it's the mayor of Miami-Dade County. Of course, it wasn't always like that. But let's go back to some Miami-Dade history. Now, we can go back to the Horse and Bucky and the Cowboys days, but that would be a little bit boring. So we're just going to jump into uh, one of the aspects of how the Home Rule Charter started and what in the world is that. Well, prior to 1956, uh, Dade County was run like every all other 66 counties in Florida. Uh, in 1956, the Florida Constitution was amended to make Miami-Dade County a home rule county. Uh, in other words, the citizens of Miami-Dade County were granted the power within certain areas to adopt their own rules for governing with the Board of County Commissioners acting as our governing body. In 1957, Miami-Dade County Home Rule Charter was adopted. Today, I would say half, if not more, of the citizens of Miami-Dade have no idea what I just read. They live in another era, another country, another world, all to itself, as the politicians of Miami-Dade continue just to run amok and do whatever they want. Now, this homeroom charter basically governs how conduct will happen within the legislative branch of Miami-Dade. Now, there's one part of the uh, charter, and we talk about Article 1, the Board of County Commissioners, it talks about the power. And one of the things that are important, uh, it also governs policing. It's in there, in that charter. And this is why we brought it up. And uh, basically puts the Office of Policing under civilian control. Now, at this point, in this juncture, when this is done, there still, is, there still is a sheriff's office. You see, the sheriff's office was not dissolved until 1966, where supposedly citizens were outraged by the corruption going on with the sheriff's office in Dade County. And no different from the corruption you could probably find in half of the counties, not only in Florida, but in the southern half of the United States, probably. But the outrage was so much that it kind of kicked the sheriff to the curb, recalling that office and developing it as a police department under control of civilians. Who are the civilians? Well, the county commissioners are legislative body. 
Nothing like having a little bit of money and power, is it? Now, under the Home Rule Charter, as I said, they had the ability to control, advocate, speak on behalf of policing or law enforcement activities. That rule, which is still in play today in the Home Rule Charter, is what Miami-Dade County is doing in establishing the new police powers that it has. And describing a little bit of what they're doing, which is very confusing to a lot of people, but I'll give you, I'll just read off the top a little bit of what they can and cannot do. And they start off with... uh, Boundaries and, of course, jurisdictional lines and so forth, which are important. But uh, to stick on this subject, we're, we're going to get into the powers of the commission here in this uh, content that we're talking about. Basically says, may provide a method of establishing a new municipality or corporation special taxing district other government units in Dade County from time to time to provide for their government and prescribe their jurisdictions and power. So remember, this home rule charter did not exist prior to 1956, was enacted in 1957. Uh, There was two parts of the, the enactment. First, it had to pass through Florida's uh, legislative system through a vote, and that was in 56, and then it was adopted in 57. So here, basically, what I just read is that the county commissioners can establish municipalities. And that's important because that's what they're doing to change this issue with the sheriff. Now, remember, in 57, The sheriff's office still existed, but in 66, it is removed, dissolved, whatever word you want to use, and they bring in the uh, Metro-Dade Public Safety Committee. And from there, it turns into the Metro-Dade Police Department. 1997, the voters would change the name from Metro Day because nobody knew what in the world Metro Dade was, and they changed the name to Miami Dade. Everybody knows what Miami is. Yay! So we called it now Miami Dade uh, County, and of course, Miami Dade Police Department, Miami Dade Corrections Department, Miami Dade Fire Department. Follow. So we are no longer. We're on the map at that point. So, looking at the Home Rule Charter, they also have positions that they can fund and organize the uh, police department as well as anything in law enforcement. So, with the county commissioners having the ability to create municipalities, this is a great way for them now to create chaos 
So, what's going on with this sheriff's thing? Well, it's been proposed in the past, prior to it being passed in 2020, always failing, always in disarray, highly lobbied against, never really fulfilling its duty. But every decade or so, legislators will get together and they'll kind of put like a an overview of the things they'd like to accomplish during those decades. And lo and behold, you you wouldn't even believe it if I told you, this issue with Miami-Dade not having a sheriff's office popped up on that bulletin board. And all of a sudden, it got passed in committee in the Florida's legislation, and next thing you know, it was on a ballot. Two the horror of all legislators down in Miami-Dade government as they started scratching their heads and panicking. How can we get this off the dais? We don't want voters to vote for this. Well, they tried and they tried and they blew and they blew, but the House would not come down because in the 2020 election, not only we were voting for other things, uh, we voters in Florida were voting whether or not Miami-Dade should get in line, get in rank formation like all other 66 counties in Florida and have a sheriff and some other political positions that they hadn't come through with because they were under the Home Rule Charter. Well, The voters passed it in Florida, basically saying, no, 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 they need to have a sheriff too. So then Miami-Dade County, which is represented by its commission, started to profusely start crying, crying like a child, saying they couldn't do this anytime soon, cost billions and gazillions of dollars, and we're not ready, we're not prepared, and we need a lot of time. So they were granted till 2025. So that would be five years from that election. Well, here we are in 2022, and they're ready to play cards as they're stacking the deck, and they're about to start dealing. No, no, no need to look under anybody's shirt sleeve, because I doubt there's anything missed here but as a result uh, here's a couple of articles that are very interesting uh, this is a recent one the, this vote doesn't affect municipalities county commissioners approved re-establishing the Miami-Dade Sheriff's Office what do you know who knew who knew that they would be right Johnny on the pony doing this? Miami-Dade commissioners on Monday voted 9-4 to four to approve resolution that would make the county unincorporated areas into essentially the 35th municipality. There you have it, folks. Right out of the home rule charter that I read. They have the power to make municipalities. So what they made was the unincorporated areas, better known as the county, 
and they made the county the 35th municipality, so therefore it doesn't have to be a sheriff's office. Well, what do you know? We should have checked underneath their sleeves in the first place because something was amiss. The article goes on to say this came after a 100-minute reaction during a special meeting of the board. The action was also taken regarding the clerk's court. They're they're lacking there as well, well, the clerk of the courts. But both items would not be affected until 2025, after the 2024 election, which will see voters return to the polls to choose a sheriff and a county clerk. It goes on to say the reestablishment of Miami-Dade Sheriff's Office, as approved by voters, was passed of an amendment, uh, Amendment 10 on November 2018, and a new state regulation on how the county clerk of courts operates will be led and basis for the basis for the resolution. The idea of having two law enforcement agencies that could overlap each other, the Miami-Dade Police Department and the new sheriff's office, was questioned with regards to jurisdiction and duplicating of services. For example... Which department would take the lead in a homicide case? Then there were other questions about, you know, the cost to taxpayers. This vote doesn't affect municipalities, said Commissioner Raquel Regalado, who decided to drop her resolution in favor of a co-prime sponsored resolution. And then it gives the number, it goes on, you know, 20... 220783, whatever that means. Chairman Jose Pepe Diaz, after adding a friendly amendment, now the friendly amendment actually saves the, the day here. Unincorporated areas deserve a lot of services, basically. And what they're saying is allowing them to be a second class citizen is a no no. So, Regarding the high level of police coverage with special divisions such as homicide, an elected sheriff would be in charge come 2025 and no longer the mayor of Dade County, Levine Cava, who is the last of Florida to hold the dual role. A director currently, George A. Perez, interim director of Miami-Dade Police Department, Commissioner Sally Heyman uh, said, like several others, said citizens in her district are satisfied with the services they receive now. She wanted to make it clear that all services could remain intact if it's the will of the elected sheriff. Commissioner Joe Martinez pointed out that town such as Sweetwater, without its own homicide department, would have to reach out to the sheriff's department because the newly created municipality would not have the authority. Just a small technicality brought up by Commissioner Martinez. Now you have to fund the sheriff's homicide unit, the sexual battery unit. He said early in the discussion, the best way is to continue services. 
Miami-Dade Police Department is currently being funded from a countywide uncorporated municipal service UMSA revenues. So now we're really getting into the weeds and I'm losing my audience with yawning. But basically it's saying that the card trick is still in motion. This thing did pass 9 to 4. Sooner or later, the rest of the Floridians have to kind of wonder, did we tell those folks down there in Miami that they needed a sheriff's office? And of course, the response will be, no, no, we're creating a sheriff's office. doing our sheriff's office. We're working out the details now. Some will respond to homicides, and some will be police departments, and we're going to have two here, you know, because... That's what you're doing when you're a part of a banana republic. Of course, this only makes sense to the people that are actually making it up as they go along. And everybody else is wondering, is Joe Biden in charge of Miami-Dade County also? But we continue going forward. And there's another article I want to read. And this is back in 2018. And I'm I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but it's going to be on the show notes. Ranking Miami-Dade as the most corrupt city. And basically, I mean, it has a little story about all the municipalities. On 34, this new vote created 35 municipalities. Because now the county is not really a county, it's a city. See what I'm saying? Okay. So, this article talks about the corruption of Opalaka. North Miami, North Bay Village, City of Miami, Miami Beach, Hialeah, Florida City, North Miami, Homestead, Bell Harbor, Sunny Isles Beach, Sweetwater, Biscayne Park. You might be saying, you got to be kidding. Doral, Miami Gardens, Hialeah Gardens, Key Biscayne, Gold, Golden Beach, Miami Lakes, West Miami, Coral Gables, South Miami, Indian Creek, Palmetto Bay, Surfside, Bay Harbor Island, Virginia Gardens, uh, Miami Shores, Miami Springs, El Portel, Aventura, Cutler Bay, Pinecrest, Medley. Finally. And they all have a little story about corruption during, during the years. And contradicting this article that came from the new the Miami New Times back in 2018 that all these municipalities were corrupt but the county commissioners just created the county's really a municipality now it isn't but it is nothing to worry about so I'll leave that there for your reading enjoyment you can look at it later on and back in 2015 Another article was titled, Bill, this is the bill to bring back the sheriff's office, would bring back the elected position of Miami-Dade Sheriff. And the whole article here basically talks about, well, you know, it used to be a sheriff's office, but it was so corrupt that we got rid of it. So why do we want to bring it back? Well, maybe because there are better investigative bodies today and Corruption is easier to be prosecuted. Well, of course, for some people. 
Not everybody gets prosecuted nowadays. We all know that, too. So anyway, what are you going to do? But it's not the 50s anymore. It's not the 60s. You know, we're in 2022. So a new, a new day. So finding corruption should be easy enough. You know, as long as it's not a laptop and your father's not the president, you should, you know, you do something wrong, you're going to get busted and, you know, get in trouble and go to jail and stuff. But, you know, of course, if daddy's around and he's important, then you might not. But that's another story. So I'll leave that um, article back in 2015 for your reading enjoyment as well. So what we have in front of us, ladies and gentlemen, is chaos we're only in 2022 2025 is at the horizon the cards are being dealt by the commissioners they're handing one out at a time and each commissioner is looking at the hand they just received and currently they're all thinking all 13 of them how they're going to play their hand so this is an ongoing novela. Of course, we're going to use Hispanic terms because, you know, we are talking about a banana republic. So the novela, better known as a soap opera, will continue. Why are they so scared? Well, let's go back to our outline form and wrap up this show as I touch on all seven points. We talked about... Miami Days history. We talked about the Home Rule Charter. Everybody knows the wacky left. The 2016 election that put this thing on the ballot. The the crying of the politicians because they were losing control once this passed. Putting on the brakes is now you see it, now you don't. And we used to be a county, but now we're a city, but we're not really the city because we're the county. And what we all need to know and do is that people that are in office need to be held accountable for shit they should not be touching or doing. Now, there's a lot of problems, I'm sure, in that area of Florida. I'm sure that those commissioners have a lot of things to do that they can improve the life of citizens all around that area. But they're obsessed with fixing something that basically spelt out for them. It's a constitutional officer. The voters are going to vote for this person. The one that gets the most votes will win. That person will have a title and it's going to be called sheriff. He or she will inherit an agency. I almost slipped up there. And it'll have a budget to it. And that elected constitutional officer known as a sheriff will dictate what will happen on paper. But in reality, the cards have been dealt and they're currently sorting out what exactly that constitutional officer will do. Either they'll have something to do 
other doodle on a piece of paper. They're working out the details as we speak, to the horror of the millions of other Floridians that voted for this and saying, what happened? What are you going to do? Up next, we have another important podcast. That's going to be 277. We're going to talk about these iTags being used by criminal element and how you can get roped off and get in trouble real fast when you buy an iTag from Apple for about 29 bucks and start sticking it on people's cars and putting it on their purse so you can follow people. Will that get you in trouble? Well, maybe if your last name says Biden, you won't. But um, if it does, if, if, I'll tell you one thing. If it ends in EZ, you'll get in trouble. So I wouldn't do it. So that's up next, and that's going to be episode 277. As all, always, continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your community, for your law enforcement agency, and continue to pray for the United States of America while we still have her. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.